Welcome to All Things Sleep and Parenting. I'm Pam. And I'm Elisa. We are holistic infant and child sleep consultants with a background in early childhood education. And we're the founders of Restful Parenting. And I'm Heidi. I'm also an early childhood educator and the owner of Blossom Early Learning. Join us as we chat all things sleep, parenting, development, and everything in between. Be sure to hit subscribe and share with your friends and family. Hello, hello, and welcome back to this week's episode. As always, with me, I have Alisa. Hello. And I am Pam. We are your founders of Restful Parenting. We're super excited to chat about this quick little topic today, but it's a fun one all about night lights. Do we need light ni- night lights? When do we need them? Um, and how to go about introducing them and all that fun stuff. Yeah. So when they're newborns, they don't really have a fear of the dark. They can be in a completely dark room and they're totally fine with it. However, there's nothing worse than us parents (laughs) trying to get to our newborn in the middle of the night, let's say, and stumbling on things, falling. If you're anything like me, I'm a huge klutz. So (laughs) I have to be able to see where I'm going and I need a little bit of light to be able to see that. Imagine getting your baby to bed and then you're walking back to your bed, your own bed and you fall on something or you trip and you make this big noise and then baby's awake again. So I always did enjoy having some small little source of light so that I could see what I was doing. Yes, absolutely. And then also when you're doing diaper changes in the middle of the night, it is, you know, when they're, when they're just newborn, sometimes they poop at night and you need to change them or whatnot. So it's great to have a little bit of a source of light so you can see what you're doing so that you don't have to turn the big light on and make it super stimulating for our little ones who are, you know, adjusting to the dark and light and all of that stuff. So having that little night light on can just really help you see what you're doing (laughs) because that's the most important part without it becoming a whole big, you know, all the big lights are on and stuff. Exactly. As they get a little bit older, you know, our six, seven, eight month olds, they really don't have fears either. Um, If we're having, you know, upset when we're getting into the crib or when we're closing the door, there's most likely something attached to that. Like it's part of the routine. They know what's coming. Uh, Typically, we're not getting fears of the dark with our babies. But as they become toddlers and um, are really starting to be able to express themselves, uh, be able to vocalize what they like and don't like, that's usually when we start to come into some of those fears of the dark or fears of whatever um, else that comes into play, especially at night when it's ideally time for sleep. And it's totally okay to have a nightlight at this age as well. You just want to follow some guidelines so that the light that you have is not overstimulating them. Again, know your child as well. If your child is one that is very sensitive to light, then maybe you're not going to have a nightlight unless they're really vocalizing a fear of the dark. Or perhaps you put one in the hallway and have their door slightly open while they're falling asleep and you can close it when they do go to sleep. But those are some things that you can do. And as far as guidelines for nightlights, you want to make sure that you are using one that is not blue light based, if possible. Super important that blue light, uh, the body reads that blue light and it stops the production of melatonin. So there are a lot of products that are geared towards babies and children for nightlights that are blue light based, but you do want to try and avoid that as much as possible. The colors that we're aiming for are kind of like a red, ideally, 
um, pink, uh, soft yellows, uh, soft white even. We just want it to be soft. We don't want it to be the full overhead light or, you know, the closet lights with the doors wide open. Uh, we want it to be kind of a soft color and we want it to be a non kind of invasive to their sleep. So meaning we're not putting it like right uh, where they're sleeping so that even if their eyes are closed, that light is directly on their eyes. We do want to try and have it maybe on the other side of the room. I had my little guy uh, was very hyper aware of everything that was in his surroundings. So for us, when we did do the nightlight, I put it um, kind of down. That's where the light sockets are. So we, um, or the plug-in story. So we put it down uh, low, but then I had it uh, for one of them, I had it behind a dresser. And then the other one, I put kind of like a book in front of it. So we blocked some of the direct light. So there's still kind of a glow, but it wasn't like a direct light in there in the room. So we hope that helps. If you are klutzy like me, a nightlight <laughs> is totally fine. Or even if you aren't and you just want to be able to see where you're going in the dark, then having a little nightlight is totally okay for your newborn. You might not need it when they are a little bit older, six, seven, eight months, depending on whether you're going in to check on them or not. And then when they're toddlers and they're vocalizing fears, having a dim nightlight is totally okay. Just follow those guidelines that we mentioned. Mm -hmm. And if you are experiencing your toddlers or preschoolers or children having fears of the dark, we do have a podcast episode all about fears where we discuss certain fears and how we help them work through that. And as always, we are here to help you work through those fears if you do need that one-on-one -on -one support or if your little one just isn't sleeping and you would like a plan and that support to help you along, we are here for you. We are, we always are. Uh, Restfulparenting.com. Follow us in the Facebook group, All Things Sleep and Parenting. And of course, we're also on Instagram, Restful Parenting. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. We so appreciate that you've taken that time to come and hang out with us and listen to what we have to say. If you are struggling with sleep or parenting, please know that we have loads of free information on the website um, as well as on the YouTube channel. But if after you've read through everything and you've watched those videos, if you're still struggling, know that you're not alone and that we would love to help. So be sure to check out the website, www.restfulparenting.com. You'll find the link to book your free 15-minute call right there. And if you have any comments or anything you'd like to share with us, please leave them below in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks.